0: I'm coming up, so you better get this party started. I'm coming up, so you better get this party started. I don't know if you know that song. If you do, you know what I'm talking about already. If you don't, that was one of my favorite party songs when I was a younger adult and partied a bit more. That song's called Get the Party Started by the artist Pink. And I love that song because it has tons of energy and pizzazz, and it has this um, rhythmic entrance to it. It goes, dum 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 and then you're into the song, and you're like celebrating, and it's awesome, and it's joyful, and it's like a party. And all week, as I've been thinking about coming back to Jazz Mass, I've been thinking about that song and the feeling that song gives me, and the feeling that Jazz Mass gives me as well. Because this here is a party. This here is a party. Yeah, now it sounds like a party. That's right. Yeah, this is a party. That's what a party sounds like. Good. And you know what? We have not, it's been a long two years, hasn't it? Long two years. And we have not been able to party a lot We've not been able to party a lot in our personal lives, and we've certainly not been able to gather as a community and party a lot like this. It was so amazing to go around the tables down at the Pancake Supper and see everybody there of all ages and uh, see the church alive. It's so great to come in and, and see everybody partying with us as we came down the aisle. So this truly is a party. You know, there are all sorts of different kinds of parties and all sorts of different reasons why we might celebrate. Sometimes it's to uh, remember or commemorate some kind of honor or something special that's happened to us. Maybe sometimes it's to mark a milestone like a birthday party. Sometimes we just get together to have fun because it's good to be together. But whatever the reason that we party... I think the reason that we like partying is because it reminds us of our connectedness. It, being together, brings that energy and that livelihood and that spirit, dare I say, the spirit is with us. Uh, sometimes I felt the spirit the most at a rock concert, I got to tell you. You know, that's, that's, that's my kind of party. But that's why we like to party, because it, there's something about it that awakens our souls connects us back to something that's vital in ourselves, that's put there by God, that connects us to God, and connects us to one another. Now, in our scripture this evening, we heard about a wedding party that Jesus attended along with his mother and his disciples. And, of course, you've all probably been to wedding parties. Wedding parties can be a whole lot of fun. Um... In our culture, we have a lot of rituals that go along with our wedding parties. I was thinking about some of them this week. Sometimes, like uh, at the beginning of the reception, the couple makes a grand entrance, right, and everybody celebrates. Uh, there's the first dance of the couple, and the couple, uh, each member of the the pair, dances with their parent. These are all these are all fun rituals we have. The the cutting of the cake, all of these things. There's a special rhythm to a wedding party. The same thing is true of a wedding party way back in Jesus' day. Now, the rituals would have been a whole lot different, but, you know, this would have been a community event, a community gathering like this. People from all over town would have gathered for a wedding, and it probably would have gone on for days, the celebrating And no matter the differences between marriage then and marriage now and and what a wedding party looks like then and looks like now, one thing that I think is similar across time is that a wedding party is a celebration of two people coming together and celebrating the future that they have together, uh, united and then also under God. But then also not just that, but it's the whole community that's gathered together as well. It's their families that are brought together and friends. That's one of the joys of a wedding is is, it's it's a reminder that we're all connected that way. And I think it's really important to remember that in the church, we've often thought about our relationship to Jesus and to God as sort of a wedding feast and a party to a degree. Uh, It's this... Notion that we are connected to God in this very intimate way and that the church body is connected to one another in a very intimate way and then we're all connected together to do the work of God. That's that's we Sometimes in archaic language, we would talk about Jesus being the bridegroom and the church being the bride. Now, I don't particularly love that language, but I love the imagery of us being connected to God and to one another in a profound way, and in a way that calls for celebration and calls for hope for the future and looking ahead. So I love that the writer of the Gospel of John starts Jesus's ministry out with a party and with a wedding party. If you were listening, this is the very first sign or thing that Jesus does that reveals who he is. And I don't know if you heard Pastor Katie laugh a little bit, but uh, I always laugh when I hear this story or read it because it's so funny the part where, um, where Jesus' mother is like, all the wine's run out, we need to do something, Jesus. And Jesus says, Mom, you know I'm not doing that. You know I'm not going to do it. It's just so it's, it's so mom and son. And, 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 and then she just says to the servants, all right, just do what he tells you. Like, you know he's going to do it. This is going to happen, whether, whether he thinks it's his time or not. And that's exactly what Jesus does. Jesus transforms this water into wine. And when he does that, he revives the party, right? The party could have died. (laughs) You know, they were running out of the things that make the party happen. And he brought life back into that setting. And not only that, but the stewards of the wine tasted it and said oh my goodness, this isn't just the wine, this is the best wine. You saved the best wine for last. And normally, people serve the best wine first. And this is the first hint, the first sign that something about Jesus and something about this God that Jesus is a part of is coming to turn things upside down, to change things, to make things different. It's the first sign that this Jesus is about some kingdom work and that... Maybe some things are going to be happening, like the lowly being brought up. Those that are on the underside of the community maybe being lifted up. Community being brought back together. People being brought back together in new and profound ways. And also coming to their God in new and profound ways. So I think it's important to remember that Jesus was a partier. Have you ever heard that said before? Jesus was a partier. Say it with me. Jesus was a partier. Yes, Jesus was a partier. And not only did he party here, but he went and he partied all over the place. Jesus loved to go and meet people, have meals with people. Jesus and his disciples stayed in people's houses. And then Jesus's uh, detractors and accusers would sometimes look at him and wag their finger and say, this Jesus, he's nothing like John the Baptist, and they didn't even like John the Baptist. They were like, at least John the Baptist was holy, and at least he acted proper. This Jesus eats with sinners. This Jesus does things we don't understand. And yet this Jesus was showing us something about what it means for God to meet people right where they are, to welcome them into relationship, to party with them, and to revive their lives. Now, Jesus may have been a partier, but I also want to say that Jesus was a serious partier. And when I say he was a serious partier, I don't mean that like the way I might have said it about one of my fraternity brothers (laughs) who went a little too far. What I mean is everything about Jesus' partying and his connecting with people and his loving on people had a bigger goal in mind, and a serious goal in mind, and that was nothing less than bringing the kingdom of God here onto earth. And so one of the fascinating things that happens in the Gospel of John is you heard it read that... um, That sounds like something Jesus would say. You've heard it read that. Well, you heard it read up there a few minutes ago that Jesus, right after the party, goes to Capernaum, but the very next thing he does is he goes up to Jerusalem. Jesus is coming up, so you better get this party started. He goes up to Jerusalem. And this is actually the moment in the Gospel of John where he flips the tables, he brandishes a whip, and he purges the temple of the money changers. So he goes straight from this party where he brings life into a party, and then he goes to the temple and tries to say, we got some work to do to not abuse people in the name of religion. We've got some work to do to center ourselves back on God. We've got some work to do to bring life back into the temple. So Jesus is a serious partier. And you know, we're used to hearing that story in the Lenten season that we're entering now, because in the other gospels, it comes as a part of the end of his story. But in John, the way John tells it, that's how John begins, that's how Jesus begins his ministry. A wedding party where he changes water into wine and then a cleansing of the temple and we're going to enter some serious times in Lent where we think a lot about what it means to be connected to God and yet I'm going to invite you to seriously party with us while we do that I want you to come back to this church and seriously party with us during Lent we want to see people here right? it's been a long time do we want to see people here? Yes. Now, maybe even an amen. Can we say amen? amen. I mean, yes. We want to see people here. We want to see our church gathered back together and going out into the world, spreading this love of Jesus Christ that is found in this God that turns water into wine and brings life and newness. We want to be the people that share love, share mercy, share compassion, create justice and righteousness as best we can alongside our living. God. So I want to say, get ready to seriously party during Lent. Continue to seriously party tonight. It's vitally important that you party with your God in this way, because Jesus is coming up, so you better get this party started. Jesus... He's coming up, so you better get this party started. Can you sing it with me? Jesus is coming up, so you better get this party started. He's coming up now. He's coming. Amen.